Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Svetoslava Roskova from ISEC, the International Association for Students, and Viktor Fachev, Human Resources Director from the company SiteCrown, joined me in this episode to discuss a little bit what are the options and what you can do as a student in 2020 amid the COVID-19. Hope you enjoy it. And let's get going. Sveta. Yes. Hi. Um, my name is Sveta. I am 21 years old, soon to graduate student in Austria. And I'm also a local head of finance in ISEC in the Economic University of Vienna. Okay. Um, so ISEC is the biggest student-run organization in the world. So we're basically uh, in more than 120 countries with membership around 30,000 young students. Um, what we strive for is peace and fulfillment of humankind potential, and our mission is to develop leadership skills in all the young people. Um, and we do that by placing these young people on leadership positions within the organization and by facilitating uh, cross-cultural exchanges around the world. Uh, they range from social projects on um, the sustainable development goals in United Nations, and to international uh, internships in like-minded companies, startups, and NGOs. Basically, this is a short introduction to the organization, yeah. Nice, nice. I think I hired somebody from ISEC last year. Victor? Oh, uh, good morning, everybody, and uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me, uh, Tufik and, and Sveta. Uh, my name is Victor. I graduated in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also an ISECer, um, so plus plus one for for that. It's been a, a wonderful, wonderful experience, and I've been involved afterwards in the alumni community as well. So it's um, it's really a, a mission for life. What uh, what Sveta was saying. Uh, so I was I've been all over the place in Austria, Germany, the U.S., uh, but I've been born and mostly spent my time here in Bulgaria. And today I am the HR director for SiteGround, SiteGround Hosting, which is one of the leading web, web hosting companies in the world for small and medium enterprises. So uh, a very, very big Bulgarian price for us. Nice, nice, nice. Guys, the, reasons we're, the reason we're talking today is basically uh, in business land, it's chaos. We already know it. Uh, companies are cutting staff, but uh, in student land, I think it's also a little bit chaos for some of the graduates that don't know what to 
where, where, what to do later and uh, how to how to how to get practical in a world that is going to be offering less jobs in a world that's going to be shifting uh, competencies that's going to be hiring some other people and something else so maybe i can start with you victor from your hr perspective what are the things that you already see and forecast in your company that are changing and from your experience during the financial crisis in 2008 that shaped a little bit the, the things also although Two crises are not really comparable in the systemics, but the effects of those crises on students, I think, were the same, where jobs were being cut and uh, all, the, all those kind of, uh, and, and shifts in the, in the education sector. So what do you see today from your side on this? Yeah, so um, I, I think, you know, let, let me start off with the financial crisis of 2008. So, uh, what I was back then, um, you know, on my ISEC internship in Germany, uh, and I was working for one of the the biggest um, automobile uh, co components makers uh, in, in Hanover. Mm -hmm. And if if you remember, in two thousand and eight, one of the after the you know the banking sector, uh, the the one that was hit the, the hardest was actually the automobile industry. Uh, that's Absolutely. when we saw all the American car makers, uh, yeah. uh, you know, filing for bankruptcy. And and I was, I remember, you know, how the tires, so we were, uh, the division I was working for was uh, automobile tires and they were filing and filing in uh, in warehouses and we didn't know what, what to do. So um, the decision that I that I took back then was, you know, after I finished my internship, was to to go back in in Bulgaria, and uh, you know, I think that's that's the the one thing that uh, people that I would I would say to people to as an advice is is really uh, follow follow your heart. Uh, so f the first and uh, uh, most important thing is you know uh, see where you're going to fit the the best for yourself. And for some people, it might be in, you know abroad. For other people, it might be like like myself, uh, going back home and being able to leave an impact uh, for the community that I've been I've been clo uh, feeling closest with. Um, because you know, crises they come and go. You know, we really had yeah. after the 2008 2010 crisis. Uh, you know, it it basically took um, I would say you know, eight, eight years to, to feel, to really forget about it. Uh, so mm. I was, I was uh, last year in, uh, uh, we, we have an office also in, in Madrid and, you know, Spain was really, really hardly hit. Sp Spain and Italy, they were really hardly hit by the, the crisis. And even last year, you know, we were seeing that uh, it was, um, um, you know, that was, that was going away. So this is, this is going to go away. Uh, first of all, stay, stay, stay positive. Now the trends that we already see is when I speak with a lot of my HR colleagues is that hiring is, is shrinking, right? So it's not, you have to know that they're not so, the, the amount of opportunities is going down. At the same time, the supply of candidates is higher. So uh, yeah. if you want to be, you know, if you, if you really want to, be a top-notch candidate, you have to position yourself very actively. And uh, the, the industry, the HR industry has really been very big on online events. Okay. And uh, as an head of HR, uh, I want to say that these events have been really successful uh, for, for us. So, you know, go to those events and that gives you an even better opportunity to meet one-on-one -on -one with yeah. recruiters and, and HR. Uh, much better, to be honest with you, much better than what we what we would have at a regular career fair, uh, because 
you know, that's on, at an online event, you really know that this HR person is most probably talking only to you. And, uh, and also the quality of candidates, to be honest with you, has been, um, has been better. Uh, so our success rate of hiring people from career fairs after, this event, after those events has been higher than, than last year. Uh, okay. and, and that's because they're really, really focused. So, yeah. you know, um, I, what I would say to the, to the guys is, you know, focus on, your, on, on what you feel on your, um, on, on, as a priority for you and where you see your, your land yourself and go and look for opportunities to engage with the, uh, with the hiring professionals. Mm. Um, I, I don't know, that was kind of a, it was a big question, so you got a big answer as well. I hope it was, uh, it was helpful. No, no, it, it is, it is, it is indeed, it is indeed the idea, the idea if you want is to, uh, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the event industry, right? And so it's a people's business and all the exhibitions are stopped now and all the events are stopped because we're not talking to each other anymore and we're like, we're, we're confined and we're not, we're avoiding uh, physical contact. Uh, but, but again, uh, this is not a viable business model for humanity, not to communicate, to wear masks and not to touch anything and to, and to stay outside. That, that's not a viable business model for humanity. Zveta, how do you see the gap when we spoke, I think a couple of times, how do you see the gap between what the market has to offer in terms of jobs and, uh, and the, as universities are doing and how do you think these things can, can, can cooperate? Yeah, well, I, I have this general opinion that right now the education doesn't prepare us for the actual needs and trends of, of the business world, right? Okay. So it gives us the fundamental knowledge and mainly the, I think the only great value that a uh, university is giving us is just the ability to work with different personalities, okay. uh, with different backgrounds and so on. But indeed, it doesn't prepare us for the specific uh, things that are required in the companies. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, now what I can see is already companies are looking for um, change management skills, flexibility, adaptability. And right now this label, like before it was put on these roles labels and study degrees were put on pedestal. And right now they're completely irrelevant. So mm -hmm. if you can adapt, if you can provide, you know, creativity, imagination, right now this is what companies need, in my opinion. So yeah. indeed, the, the, the gap is great, but you got to create what you got to create. And I think this is the, the main differentiator um, for students. Okay. Graduating. Okay. And so let's, let's, let's bounce back then on, on, on this. What do you think the, uh, both of you, and I think we can start with Zveta maybe, but what do you think are the skills today that students, for example, that are, that are just in, in the middle, because graduates now, they already studied for three, four, five years, and they're going to go into the business world, and they're going to have to adapt the way they want. But somebody who's, for example, first year, second year, bachelor's degree, and considering a master's degree, uh, you see what I mean? What are the skills uh, that you think should be pushed uh, for, for the future, and what are the things that you guys foresee as the next jobs for the next 10 to 20 years, let's see? Um, well, if I have to state the obvious, uh, right now the coding skills, so all the software engineers, the programmers, the developers, they will be always in demand. So mm. I see a lot of students now right now shifting studies and going into IT direction, right? Mm. Uh, also, what I see is that right now businesses are reshaping the business model, so taking what they do and do it online. So yep. the digital marketing 
also going to be a skill set that is going to be very valuable. Yeah. And then when there are so many things on online happening, uh, the, the thing that is going to differentiate it, I think, is the copywriting and the, you know, this content marketing abilities of people to express, you know, to touch the people through, 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 the, through a computer or, or yeah. a mobile. Um, another thing, and I think this is very crucial, is the interpersonal skills. I mean, for example, emotional intelligence, because right now um, in a world where we don't know what is happening, right? Um, a person who is um, in a stable state of mind, who knows when to push and when to back off and understand, is, gonna, is the thing that is going to keep things together and keep moving, actually. So okay. I think these are really the skills that people should focus on in order to be valuable for the businesses. Victor, what do you what do you got <laughs> on your side? What do you what are you hiring on your side? What are the skills that you'll be looking for? Yeah, so yes. Right, so um so just um you know for for us the as a web hosting company, um what we what we did first of all is you know make sure to to help the community because that's Really in this, the DNA of Sideground, the company that I work for, is care for our clients, care for our people, and care for the community. Mm. So, um, you know, we launched a campaign where we have um, people can can start their web hosting at the, almost for free. It's, it's basically, I think, one euro for like three three months, okay, um, or, or or for for month, but uh, in order to help that. So, you know, expanding on that. Uh, expanding on that, what is what is going to be crucial for the future is, or, or at least short term for the situation, is to create a sense of community and a sense of uh, you know not social distancing but just physical distancing. So yeah. I think that's that's going to be the the skill is that you know we still as employers we have to stay connected with our people even though we're not physically together. And also for businesses, you know, even if they create an experience, they have the, the strong ones are going to be the ones that are able to create that experience uh, for their customers, even though they're, they're not seeing them in place. So, you know, okay. that's, that means like what Sveta said, just shifting to, to online or enhancing that entire entire experience. And I think that's, you know, we've seen that in, a, in a many businesses. What we specifically continue to hire for is um, a lot of, uh, because we're an IT company, of course. We, we're hiring DevOps and developers. That's, that's, not, going to, that's not going to end because we, we have to enhance them that. Uh, but we're also looking for, you know, for that skill set of how can we, you know, bring that to the, to the other level. So that's also what people have to think now is, what new skill like if if you were the, the businesses that are suffering the most right now are of course restaurants and hospitality and mm -hmm. you know if i was part and that's where we see the the biggest the biggest layoffs right right now unfortunately um i hope it's short term like you said i don't imagine that from now on we are not going to come you know to communicate at, at all but you know the people who are right now um, affected by that should think what skill can I develop in this time? And what skill can I have so that I can adapt to this reality? So it could be, you know, 
uh, I've seen, you know, people who are doing QI, UI, UX courses, or people who are, uh, you know, doing video or, or de developers. Um, but we have to think about, about that, you know, how can we sustain the sense of a community, even though we are uh, farther apart from each other. What do you, what do you see? The, the advantages are basically clear. But what do you see as challenges to, 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 to online education, uh, whether it's for students, Zveta on your side, and whether it's for what would a company look for? Would you as a company, Victor, take the, I'll, I'll start with you, Victor, maybe, would you take as a company an online course as serious as you take uh, a university degree, a traditional university degree? That's a, that's a question all students are asking. Well, you know, um, we, we've always hired, you know, and I'm not speaking just for my experience as a head of HR for an IT company. Mm. I'm speaking also from the other industries, uh, pharma and uh, retail, where I, where I worked for before BPO. So I, I've never hired because of a diploma. Mm. Uh, I, I've, I've always selected a candidate because of a skill. So okay. uh, I've seen candidates that, you know, have went to Ivy League schools and, you know, their, their level of competence for the specific skill that we're assessing um, has been very, very low. Where at the same time, you, you see, especially in the, in the IT, you know, uh, competences, you see people who have been self-taught and they have, been, have managed to, to achieve more. So, um, you know, for, for sure, there's a lot of amazing online educational institutions. And, I'm, you know, I'm not dismissing the fact that, uh, you know, a, a diploma or a certificate is, go is going to help you because a lot of these courses are, are great. We, okay. uh, as a company, are right now exploring different platforms that we can offer for, uh, for, for our employees to help them be better in what, what, they, what they do. But it's, it's not a diploma, it's what, you know, what you can do with it. So, um, you know, the biggest, depending on the, um, on, on the certificate that you, the, on the skill that you're assessing, you know, it, I'm not going to look for the, uh, you know, the certificate. I might look for, you know, your portfolio on GitHub or you know, mm, I, I might yeah. look for a successful project that you, that you yeah. have you have done it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have uh, uh, just done the uh, the course uh, so, so um, my my answer is yes but you know make it practical that's that's yeah. what is important you know the general opinion about this online education is rather negative than positive okay um, indeed it's it's more accessible and you don't have to put your parents in a position of working three jobs at the same time in order to support you financially abroad yeah. and you have the benefit of uh, creating your own learning environment because as we know people learn differently so yeah. if you if you learn better at home or around nature it's up to you you are free to do it uh, on your own but if i have to be completely honest chances are there is no way you can focus as, as good as you can focus when you're present at the lecture physically you know um, especially when you can watch it later especially when the the attendance is not mandatory you always find something better to do yeah. and as we know students are on postponing until the end and what is happening is like we're just super stressful with all the exams um, but another, like the biggest concern of me, and I already feel it, is as you said, we're just bombarded with opportunities right now. So uh, we just do a couple of things at the same time, just for the sake of adding things to our CV, or because we see that so many great uh, universities or companies are providing online education. So what is happening right now is that we do a couple of things at the same time. We think that if we keep it busy, then we're effective. But if we look at the, at the bigger pictures, this is a huge problem. 
I believe. Um, yes, another thing, I, I, um, in ISEC, one of the other core activities that we do are online, uh, not online, but conferences, like national and international conferences where we gather to network with our partners or we provide uh, educational spaces for the students. And last weekend, I attended an online conferences, conference and in terms of logistics and in content, in content it was perfect, right? Mm. But the thing is, you miss the human connection. Yeah. And this is, as I said, the most valuable in university. You just don't, it's not the same to work with people at this, like together um, physically and then, you know, through a phone when you can answer a couple of hours later or whatever. It's just not the same. And th this is a skill that is needed in the future. Mm -hmm. And if you are not provided with this, there is no way to learn. Like we learn through experience and the online education is not giving this opportunity. Now that we've covered uh basically the future of work then how companies are adapting and then how uh, how online education is basically shifting the way we consume information what do you think comes and what you said zveta makes us bounce back on on this what do you think regarding the mental health of employees what do you think regarding how should how, how should companies support employees I think Victor has obviously a better experience in this in terms of how to support employees. Yeah. But I would say that um, what we can learn from this experience is really uh, to act on the right values, you know, kindness, okay. accountability, respect, um, courage. Yeah. So I think the game changer thing, uh, game changer um, thing in the context of students is for companies, students, and universities to come together and build the future of education together, you know? Yeah. Whether this is gonna be partnerships with, uh, between companies and universities in terms of providing extracurriculum uh, activities where they prepare the student for the actual needs of the company. Yeah, internships, uh, installments, yeah. Yeah, whether this is gonna be, and you mentioned the mental health, so I think another cool idea is mentorship um, program uh, organized by the companies to students, you know, mm. so there's many things and I think right now this is a problem that shouldn't be a problem in the 21st century yeah. And yeah, so Victor now you're challenged by a student who tells you that we're not doing we're challenged by a student who's telling us that we're not doing our job correctly contacting them. <laughs> so well, it's you know uh, I think that you know internship programs are are um, you know are great and at the same at the same time you know a lot of employers undervalue them. And then you know on on your question regarding what uh, employer employers can do for the mental health for for employees. So um, you know a lot of companies had shifted before for a you know remote type of work or dispersed type of work. so this is not something something new. Yeah. Uh, it's been coming, coming and going, coming and going. So, um, you know, what, what we see as the most important aspect right now is the one-on-one -on -one communication. So we have to make sure that we touch base with our employees, with our teams, that we give them the sense and direction that they need in order to be effective in their, in their job and in order to, you know, to know what's, what's really going on. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's that's really 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 important. Um, some initiatives that we we have launched as uh, as employers is the first the first thing that we we did was enhanced communication. So you know the the company that I work for we uh, transparency is very big for us. 
So uh, we immediately started doing company-wide webcasts. Then this is something that we've never done before because our culture is a very personal face-to-face -face interaction. So we started doing that regularly. Then I've been leading uh, meetings with, uh, with the, the team leaders every week. So, uh, you know, we're a, five, a little bit over 530 employees. So okay. that's been super, uh, super important to understand what's going on in each one of the teams. What are, how are people feeling? Yeah. Anything that we need to, to raise, you know, give, give feedback about, give and get feedback about initiatives that we're doing and also get new ideas. And then, you know, what has really helped us is, um, you know, uh, to, to, to launch games because, you know, yeah. games are a great way to relax, you know, to foster creativity and also to work as a, as a team. So we had a lot of those, you know, board games uh, or, uh, you know, computer games yeah. we were doing yeah. before. Now we moved it online and we make, you know, we make sure that we spend time together. We created channels outside of Slack and Google Hangouts and Zoom uh, where we interact really on a people level with, within the company so that, you know, people are still stuck behind their screen. You know, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. that we can't escape, escape from. Yeah. Let's create uh, an informal and, you know, way that we can say, okay, this is Facebook. So this is, this is not for work. I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm talking with my colleagues, but it's, it's just fun. Okay. And um, we we recently launched uh, an entire wellness program where we uh, it, we speak about financial wellness. So you know how can you um, you know do uh, manage your finances right now for people who also want to invest. What is you know what are different instruments? We also have spiritual, which is like yoga, mindfulness sessions. And we also uh, did, did launch an emotional wellness part where we lead uh, with a psychotherapist. Um, uh, you know, we have workshops and also one-to-one -one sessions mm. that we offer for our employees because it's a proven fact that, you know, after a month in, in a lockdown, it does, you know, get very, very heavy on the emotions so that we offer that, that help. And, you know, we've all, we have thought about it in the past before because a lot of our people work in customer care so they, they, it is, it is something that employers typically do. But this was like the trigger point. Okay, let's let's do it, and it's been going uh, far, so far, so great. But the, the most important thing for managers is to go, going to be to, to learn how to engage with your employees on on a one to one level. And you know, for employees, mm -hmm. it, my advice is communicate. There is no. You know, don't have the fear of over communication right now. That's what I always tell on my team. You know, let me know what you're doing. Where where is that thing? Because it the silence. You know, that that's when when it when there's too much silence. That's when it gets starts to get funny and 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 scary. So communicate, yeah. over communicate. It, it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think what's yeah the the communication communication that you're touching on is uh, is a. Is also tricky because it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people, and um, I think what uh, extroverts are uh, are dealing with and personality types are dealing with is now they have to be able to look into their selves sometimes, right? And they don't because they look at the outside world, and introverts are having to just get out of the pic the person that they see in the mirror every day, right? And so that's uh, that's by definition that's not your comfort zone. And so when you're not in your comfort zone, you are operating under fear, you're making mistakes, uh, you're, you're, you're facing some judgmental uh, analysis of your, of your thoughts because you're judging yourself first. 
And so that's, I think that will be very exciting times to, to, to learn. I, honestly, if companies do the, what you're saying, if, I mean, what you guys are doing is, is really amazing. And I think if other companies would do that is just by putting life skills in the, in the, in the sentence. It's not enough that you're a top one uh, coder. It's not enough that you're a top one finance manager. It's not enough that you're a top one uh, salesperson. If you are not a person that you, that can work with other people, then you have to learn that skill because that's going to be uh, something. And a lot of companies fail because all they have is superstars that are just obnoxious pricks that are very selfish and all comp and a lot of companies succeed by having the second or the third or the fourth best salesperson. But that's a very great guy to work with. And basically he just drives his team and, and the company goes, uh, goes forward. Uh, Zveta, we're, we're talking about uh, a lot of things that the generation that you are in without wanting to patronize you. I mean, you guys are born with technology and I mean, Boys your age don't even know how to ignite a communication on a one-to-one -one level uh, over beer, you know, like let, let, let me send you my text on messenger, you know, like that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the, that's the observation. So how do you, how do you think your generation can do that? How do you think your uh, generation can deal with this? Well, I generally have a different opinion. You know, yes, indeed, we use more technology and we use a lot of social media to communicate. But I think, first of all, it depends on the person, of course. But uh, yeah, as you said, we grew up keeping up with the pace of change and innovation. And I think this uh, developed in us this sense of solution-oriented mind. Uh, and um, I, I think the, gr the great thing about us is that we are really flexible and adaptable. And we can see that right now a lot of young people are just stepping up, speaking up, fighting for what they believe in, right? And, and this is something new. We didn't see that before because mm. there, there was a single pattern, for example, you do a couple of study degrees, then you go in the big four consultancy spaces. Right now, you want to do, we want to do, we want to create, we want to, we want to put our ideas on the table, we want to be part of the process. And I think businesses will, will miss a lot of um, energy if they decide to recruit only experienced people and don't let the, the young folks to bring this, you know, fight in the inside. So I think it should be balanced. I think we bring sense of exactly this energy that is very needed right now. And yeah, I think communication skills are also something like it's a fundamental skill, but it can be developed in everyone as, as much as leadership and any other thing. Yeah, we're living in, in this uh, wandering and we're, we don't know what's going to happen immediately. What do you think, in your opinion, the first two, three things you're going to observe in your team when people get back to work, actually, when all the lockdowns or when the frontiers are open and... Yeah, um, so I think, first of all, I think there's a long time uh, before we do that. So we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't rush. We all miss the office, uh, you know, for uh, uh, when, you know, I, I had to go to the office the last two months for... Uh, I think three times in total and I've been every time super excited about it. It's like, it's like going to, you know, to the beach basically. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, but, but, you know, we, we shouldn't rush for that. So that's my, my, my first, you know, first thing is, you know, take it, take it easy. We, we, you know, we have, we don't want the second wave and uh, you know, cause we've seen that happen, you know, in time before. And usually the second wave is even is even harder. Um, so, considering that, you know, we, we have to see what is going to be the, the the effect. But I think the first the first um, 
you know, the first um, interaction that I, that I already feel is that face-to-face uh, -face communication changed. So people don't shake hands, they don't hug and kiss so much anymore, which for an introvert is great. Uh, extroverts are, are taking a toll on, on, on that. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, so, so we're going to need, need, um, need more space. And people are, you know, you know uh, some great lessons that we lear we've learned so far during this lockdown is, hey, this meeting could be an email. So yes. people are really uh, prioritizing meetings and, you know, are being really cautious of each other's time. Because the fact that I'm, you know, that we're sitting right now, that means that, you know, kids are not being attended or, yeah. or anything. So people are really, really cautious of each other's, each other's time. And that's going to be, um, you know, going, going to be very important for the future as well. And what Sveta was saying about the communication skill, spot on. So this, this is going to be the skill for, for the future and being able to track, you know, to feel that emotional intelligence to, to mm. what about really what is going on. And finally, you know, we can, we've all learned we can l l work from a distance if we all do. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm sure that this is not going to be the new normal. So in, I hope sooner rather than later, we are going to come back together mm. because uh, it, it does not work if part of the people are in the office and part of the people are at home. It works yeah. either if everybody is in the office and everybody is at uh, is at home. So you know, yeah. don't stay positive. Don't worry. This too shall pass. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was advised by many people to stay in university, take another study, and go back in the market in the recovering market, right? Okay. Uh, what I would advise people is, um, if you can afford it, go work for a startup or an NGO that is currently facing a lot of problems and is trying to keep up and survive, right? Go approach people, ask how you can help. This is a way for you to develop the most. You might be the hero over there. That's okay. one. And second of all, if you want to, if you have to support yourself financially, go find any job. It doesn't have to be the job that you were studying for for years. It doesn't have to be the job that you were dreaming of. Take any job and just look at it as a way to explore new passion, right? Okay. And here I, I, I remember uh, in Mark Manson, in, in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, in his chapter, he was uh, telling the readers, I was lucky to graduate back in 2007 when, you know, entering the worst possible uh, job market since like 80 years because I entered the adult world already a failure. So I started from the bottom. There is nothing to lose. And so right now you have the decision to take whether you want to put this business idea into practice, whether you want to change careers, whether you want to go uh, live in that country. You don't lose anything. You start from 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 zero and this is opportunity which is this decision is much harder to take when everything is stable when you already have this steady income so just use it wisely create create what you gotta create and just bring your value into all this guys thank you so much it was a great talk yes thank you Thank you for watching this video. I hope it brought you some value. If you would like to engage, please leave a comment in the comment section. You can also click the subscribe button and activate notification to receive the updates on this channel. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 